0: welcome to the rock 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 and roll podcast check out this record my name is frank and with me as always is my good buddy mark hey frank
1: and hello listener frank might be over here he might be over there i'm not sure where how this
0: works on youtube but um (laughs) did you know uh hi frank Hey, Mark. So, you know, you could, did you know, Mark, that you could find yes. us on Spotify, uh-huh. Apple Podcasts, uh-huh. Amazon Music Podcast uh-huh. and you could see these mugs just like you said on YouTube? Yeah. But when does this wonderfully
1: charming little podcast get released? Well, so, you know. get, so our fans can hear it sizzle as it comes off the presses, Frank? That's a great question. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily for us, that's you and I, uh, and them, the listener. Um, New episodes drop each and every Friday, uh, now that it's not summer, um, for your listening
0: uh, and viewing. Pleasure. That's right. And if you're hearing us for the first time, you're probably not annoyed with us yet. (laughs) Give us time. Uh, Yep. Give us time at one of our past reviews. So welcome. We review records track by track, have lots of musical discussions. We do spotlight episodes, which might even include some ooh, mysteries. But we've only scratched the surface, and we're just getting warmed up. I don't have a lighter, sorry. That's
1: okay. Um be sure to check out our verse series where mm. Frank and I will duke it out um on behalf of two bands or two albums um to see what comes out on the other side or maybe what we like to call total stereo elimination. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was awesome. Like that one I was going to say for awesome. Halloween but it felt Yeah, good. I was going to say, can you save that for Halloween also? I'll <laughs> do it again. Nice. Yeah. nice. yeah, thank you. I don't know why I'm touching my face like this. Yay. So be sure to check us out Instagram. We have a Facebook group. Hopefully these episodes will leave you wanting more of our musical goodness. That guy, Mark, is random nonsense. If uh-huh. you have a record you want us to check out, uh, drop a comment wherever you find us. Like, subscribe, rate, review. So I say this, Mark, uh, we're talking about the crew. Damn That's it. right, folks. Even though this is a rock and roll podcast, we're talking about two live crew okay oh my god my night just got so much better (laughs) that's not true oh it really isn't true it isn't true because we're talking about the motley crew uh and the album dr feel good now this is a fan request from our pal and yours and everyone's brian uh so mark Uh, If our episodes were represented by the Italian dessert, say a tortufo, uh, we'd we'd start with the shell, right? Mm -hmm. And then Mm we get to that goodness in the middle as we progress, right? That's what it's like. However, I'd like to cut open this tortufo right off the bat and discuss the fact uh, that we aren't big Motley Crue fans. We no. Aren't. We aren't. no, this band sucks Right now in the midst of the mid to late 80s uh, wave of hair metal I like some of the songs, but I was never a fanatic with them I remember liking the title track, which we'll discuss here in a minute, Mark um, But you want to let everybody know like your initial impressions of the crew when you were young And did they impact you in the way that other hair metal bands or bands in general were doing in that era?
1: Yeah, now, uh, listeners to the show will be surprised that this is uh, the best looking I've ever been. Mm. Yeah. Um, so when bands were getting popular, especially in the mid to late 80s, for being pretty dudes and not great artists and or songwriters, I fucking hate them. <laughs> um, when it comes to singles, I get some of the appeal of, of a band like this. Frank's right. You know, they've got, uh, it's not a coincidence that all of their good songs are also the name of their albums. Um, I think that's kind of right. I mean, especially if you look at the self-titled album, uh, that yeah. album sucks total dick and look at the name of the album. Um, <laughs> but I think that's the, the point here, right? This is a podcast where Frank and I talk about albums and records and the whole thing. And how does it work as a piece? And the fact of the matter is, is that uh, Motley Crue lucky that they had more than one hit single because their albums are shit. Uh, they got great producers that made sure that they would have singles um and i think that's kind of uh my problem with that you want another example see our episode of the red hot chili peppers
0: oh good
1: um blood sugar sex magic because it's another one of those albums where people like that fucking record's amazing four fucking songs out of the 17 tracks on that album are good yeah yeah right of those good songs yeah maybe you think some of them are fucking great But the fact of the matter is that album sucks. It's 17 songs. Only four songs are good. I don't like when bands get by by their looks. Right. Chili Peppers are a little different, but certainly in the 80s, these boy bands with lots of makeup on and they weren't doing drag because they were trying to uh, identify sexually. Right. They're just trying to bang chicks and wearing makeup at the time is what did it. So they, they dressed in drag for babes. Yeah. Not mad at them for that, but. People picked up this band because they were good looking and not because they sounded good, and that's a problem.
0: Yeah, and we got legit heat for the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers episode, so you should check it out with us saying that right yeah. now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, and, and, and if you're still here from the Red Hot Chili Peppers album, and you're like, "These guys don't know what they're talking about," uh, go fuck yourself.
0: There you go. <laughs> so, so let's do a quick history on the crew, Mark. Okay. Oh, please. So formed in 1981. Right, we have bassist Nikki Six started. Is he sleeping? <laughs> started rehearsing.
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tommy
0: Tommy Lee uh, was part Greek uh, guitarist Mick Mars he answered an ad in the recycler that read loud rude and aggressive guitar player available <laughs> Lee knew the vocal uh, Lee knew vocalist Vince Neo from high school and upon seeing him perform uh, Mars suggested that he joined the band uh, a unique blend at the very least mark of these four characters right here I'd say right sure. Now, the, <laughs> let's give him <them> that. <laughs> now, the band's name was derived from something Mick Mars wrote down uh, as, as a band uh, they were playing with uh, called White Horse, referred to them as a motley-looking crew. Hmm. So later in 81, Mark, we have their debut album, Too Fast for Love, which was released with the pop popular song Live Wire. I actually like Live Wire as a song. Uh, in 83, their second and I think best album, Shout at the Devil, was released. And by this time, the, the band was gaining quite the reputation for their antics, drinking, and of course, drugs. Uh, they caught the attention of Ozzy Osbourne, who went on tour uh, with them in 1984. And later that year, uh, the tragic incident, of course, would occur with Vince Neil driving home from a liquor store run and was in a head on collision uh, in which Hanoi Rocks drummer uh, Nicola uh of course, was killed. All right. So that's very tragic. Moving on to their music, of course, in 85, their third album came out, Theater of Pain, which would um, further grow their popularity. And of course, their tensions and their addictions. In 87, Mark, we get the album Girls, Girls, Girls. And then after 80s, uh, after Nikki Six, uh his dying and came back from the dead, we get this fifth album, Dr. Feel Good," released on August 28th, 89, spawned five, <laughs> five singles. Uh, the first crew album after the band's Quest for Sobriety 80. important to note mark is that producer bob rock of Metall- oh. of metallica yay Mon mm-hmm. jovi boo yeah. aerosmith boo the offspring yay yeah. and mark's favorite michael buble uh-huh. uh, rock found uh, that working with the crew was a uh, difficult shocking right what a shock so to minimize the conflict mark he had each member record their parts separately um <laughs> mark are you ready to get this party started can, can i say no <laughs> please please can i say no no you can't because i mean, <sighs> Because we wrote these things down.
1: <laughs> Thanks a lot,
0: Brian. <laughs> all right, go sh- ahead. track one. Let's do it. And di- a nice belch, by the way, too. Thank you. Yeah. Track one. T N T. Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. I'd rather be listening to ACDC all night. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. You're Terror in Tinsel Town, excuse me. So terror oh, sure. and Tinsel Town. So we get a shredding guitar riff, and then features a sample of a woman saying, "Dr. Davis, telephone, please." Now, the obvious here is that it is a. It's about the doctor Feelgood, right? Oh, I, I thought it
1: was Jonathan Davis from Corn. I thought oh were. now we're he's a doctor, corning. right? I don't know. I mean, it was eighty five or whatever year. Yeah, sure. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, obviously, they were they making a corn
0: reference because? Freak freak on a leash, isn't that? That's right. right. (laughs) Here's the thing with this sample, Mark. It was used uh, by Mm -hmm. Mark's favorite band, Queensryche, on their song, I Have a Stranger, off an album called Operation Mindcrime, released Uh one year prior. So, Mark, uh, do you like this lead into Dr. Feelgood, the song, or are you asking yourself, why are they using the same sample from an album by one of their peers that was released a year prior? Your thoughts,
1: all right, so one, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, real, did, did no, gonna tell me that, like, no one in that band had heard of Queen's Reich or, like, Operation Mindcrime or the massive deal that it was that year. Like, I'm sure they toured at some point.
0: <laughs> I'm sure wrong. they were
1: aware of it. Yes. Right? Like, come on, dude. Get the fuck out of here. You guys don't know what that is. Anyways... Um, Look, I know they didn't have access like to the internet to find cooler samples, but why not do something that actually fits, I don't know, with the theme of the record. Right. I don't know. Uh, The sound of a a nurse telling someone to relax or something. I don't know. I could, I could literally think of 10,000 better things right now to open this album with than that sample. And that's just because it was used in something else. They could have literally come up with anything else, but Yeah. Hey,
0: look, it's the best track on the whole album. There you go. There you go. Track two, Mark, Dr. Feelgood. I mean, Mm -hmm. listen, this song, everybody knows. I had it on cassette single. The video was always on with that long, Mm -hmm. suspenseful intro from the desert sand into this tent where the crew is playing and fun- they didn't even play the clip from that movie <laughs> that fiery pit. Did they needed for the opening track they didn't play terror in tinseltown as the opening oh no in a fiery pit of late 80s culture i mean uh, wherever this tent is it must be amazing because you go right into this tent and all of a sudden these cars are on fire and everything yeah. anyway mark i think it's one of those tunes that you would suggest to someone if they've never heard the crew before uh, but my question to you is does this hold up
1: Oh, man, definitely. Uh, Look, uh, this is the best of what this band does. Uh, One off pop songs. Um, Sure, the video could have been, I don't know, way better. Uh, And if there had been some more care taken over the intro and opening track to the album, we almost would be working with enough of like a theme for a concept album. Now, I really don't want to give them enough. Credit for being able to conceptualize a concept album, but let's say at the very least, the album could have had—I don't know—any direction or themality to it other than, hey, the title track's going to be our lead single, right? Well, uh, it, it's just not going to happen. Uh, we'll we'll get into. Um, why the rest of the album doesn't work but as far as dr feelgood goes right uh it's got all the elements of this kind of party lifestyle people wanted at the time and uh it still exudes that arrogant flamboyant confidence today that people are still into for some shitty reason uh the band sounds uh the best it does on the record kind of here and and later on when we get to the next uh actual hit uh the guitars scream and soar uh while tommy and Nikki keep the band grounded in a heavy metal kind of March of kind of look, look, you guys know that I love a good rhythm section. You do. These guys are basic and boring as fuck. It's, <laughs> it's just so basic. The the rhythms are uninteresting. The fills are uninteresting. The basslines are, are mediocre at best, but this is the best at what they do in a song like Dr. Feel good. Look, right. Vince, uh, Vince has never sounded good. I know people complain that he doesn't sound good now. Go back. Listen to this. Listen to this record. That dude has never been able to sing, and it <laughs> sucks, and I hate that people love them. Um, look, I, I just don't get why people like this dude singing. He's a scumbag, so I don't know. Deal with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> three, Mark slice yep. of your pie. Uh, oh, we are not talking about uh, edible dessert here. Um, that That's right folks uh, It's that pie we're talking about Oops. I do enjoy the bigness of Mars's guitar riff but the song Is super predictable based around This pie concept um, The ending is based of course On a badass Beatles song She's so heavy uh, Mark I'm personally Not feeling this are you uh, It's amazing Three tracks in but
1: only The second song and we're out of decent anthems to try to wedge in here. Huh? <laughs> they didn't even bother to try to front load this album with good songs. They were like, fuck it. Just we, we got feel good in right at the start. That's all that matters. We'll that put will the next, That's good. We'll, we'll, we'll put the next hit on the B side and, and it'll be fine for the cassettes. Anyways, uh, this amazingly lazy in you aside, This song is a, a cookie cutter, heavy blues rock uh, tune. Uh, that said, I like the guitar tone for she's so heavy i like the tone that it's in the key um but the vocals add literally nothing um and until uh, that's addressed i don't want to hear any more of such a cool song trying to be covered
0: by such a shitty band yeah i was kind of mad that that kind of snuck in there to be honest with you <laughs> yeah that was kind of <laughs> shitty uh track four i hope paul got paid for it at least yeah me too right um Speaking of shitty, right? Track four, Rattlesnake Shake. Uh, Again, I, I think the strength of this band is with the guitar playing by Mars, but it doesn't do enough to outweigh the poor quality of this tune. It's silly. The lyrics are uninvolved to the point where, I mean, you don't even need to finish the song because there's nothing at the end of it. There's nothing at the end of it. Mark, are you shaking with your rattlesnake on this one? You know, Rattlesnake Shake would have
1: been a huge hit In the old roadhouse music scene back in the day, Frank. Mm. I know cowboy culture was blowing up back then. And this feels like a cheap ploy to get a song on a soundtrack or appeal to barroom masses outside of their normal (laughs) shitty concert halls. I don't know. Uh, I don't hate it. It doesn't belong on this record. It's a big fake synthesizer sounding backing band uh just distracted the shit out of me because it really ruins that roadhouse feel that was going on earlier yeah. any authenticity it had really just gets blown away on the second half when they come in with this synthesizer bullshit um <laughs> you know it, it's too bad because it, it was almost one of those like oh wait a minute they're doing like a cool zz top thing here they've got something interesting going on this rattlesnake shake maybe it'll be kind of a cool you know late 70s kind of cowboy rock song it sucks a dick and they <laughs> fucked it up right off the bat and again vince neal sucks at singing and ruins anything he does not that the lyrics are any good to begin with but fuck that dude right in the ass
0: uh, he can't even claim the lyrics right because six is right in all the lyrics
1: <laughs> you know i'm like and i'm i want to be like yeah but you got to remember Nikki six was a heroin addict and he wrote all these songs <laughs> and then i turn around and look at myself and and well actually it's usually frank and goes yeah but those songs suck
0: yeah. and he's right frank's right
1: Thank you, These sir. songs suck. Thank you,
0: sir. Uh, you want to track five? Yeah, track five, uh, Kickstart My Heart. So Woo! along with uh, Feel Good, perhaps, um, and Looks That Killed to Me, personally, I would direct someone to listen uh, to, to those tracks for someone who's never heard of the crew before. Uh, yes, it's about Six Dying and Coming Back. It allegedly. still maintains, allegedly, still maintains a rocking element. Uh, that doesn't light up. I've always felt this was one of their stronger singles. Uh, Mark, you think this is a tune that has been able to sustain uh, aside from your thoughts of the rest of the tracks while in band thus far?
1: Yeah, again, you can feel the production quality like skyrocket from track to track and the songs they knew would work as singles. Right. Clearly got more work and th- you can you can feel it right here. Uh, is clear as day on kickstart my heart that they, they put the work into it. Yeah. Uh, at least that's how it sounds to my ears. Right. Cause obviously I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there. Um, uh, it's got, you know, that classic larger than life feeling. That's such a part of the band's image. And, and for that, I understand when people, when you say, you know, songs you would direct them to, for the crew. Right. Sure. Um, you know, I'm just personally telling people to avoid the crew as <laughs> much as possible. Um, <laughs> Anyways, yeah. um, this is what the band would like to be remembered for and not this whole album. I think I think when you look at a band like this and you say, What do you guys yeah. want to be remembered for? They want to be remembered for the hits, for the
0: shenanigans, and not for their shit records. Right, right. <laughs> well, speaking of shit, we have track six. Uh you without, be okay? without you. Um, yo, yo, Mark, if Since we started this, if if Uh you've been the one to generate more heat on the show, I guess taking on the villain role, uh, this may be the moment where it might reverse and I become hated. Uh, I'd like to thank, and by thank, I mean Elbow, Nikki Six and Mars for writing this puke fest of flying shitballs. Listen, I don't care if it's about Tommy Lane, Heather Locklear. This is a lazy lazy written song i know everything can't be complicated and 10 layers deep uh, but this is displaying no effort at all uh vince's voice is annoying that's not even my main gripe about it Uh, take away the late 80s power ballad musicality aspect and put some fungus infected techno pop beat today and you would have your run-of-the-mill pop song this song is a bottom barrel of crap rant over mark
1: Frank, I couldn't agree with you more. This thing is uh, generic as hell. Uh, the lyrics are the laziest lines I've read in and honestly a long, long time. <laughs> so and I was bad. in a band called Ride Zombie Ride. <laughs> OK, that's how bad these lyrics were. They were. I wasn't in that, that band
0: with Mark. Just for the he record He was not, he's not
1: um, to say that the cliche is fuck is an insult to the word fuck. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, track seven, Mark, same old situation, SOS. So how does a band top that stink pile of garbage dump that we just heard? Well, Mark, they channel their inner poison and hand deliver this to our door. That's right. Two days, Amazon Prime style. It's the same old, same old shitty generic Motley Crue song, Mark. Anyone who doesn't think
1: this is anything other than blatantly stealing <laughs> shitty pu- poison songs then you're fucking insane okay i felt like this had a little more production than some of the other lesser known tracks uh and i can't help but feel like they thought this was going to be a hit i feel like they were like oh we'll just fucking hold on to it and if we need to if poison keeps blowing up if poison doesn't start tapering down we can throw this out there. We've got ourselves a bubblegum metal hit, right? <laughs> Fucking
0: sucks. Um, so bad.
1: Yeah. Um, I felt like this had a little more production than some of those lesser known hits. And I can't help, but feel like this is going to be a hit, but thankfully it either failed out of the gate or the single was taken behind the record station and put out of its misery, like old yeller. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really sure what happened. I've got some assumptions. I just look, I, this might be the most angry I've been at an album
0: it's a while. in a very so, since, long time. Since
1: Greta Van Fleet, at least. At least. At least since Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> at least those guys are 19. Right. right? And like, <laughs> right. you can say like, oh, well, Nikki Six was in rehab uh, coming off heroin use. Well, there's three other perfectly good fucking grown adults that could have maybe chimed in. This is their fifth fucking record. Right. Nobody else has a fucking song to
0: contribute. Right. Nobody else. You got to rely one. on him. The, <sighs> I know. I know that goes again to show you the laziness here. Yeah, you know, it's no one could step up. Of course not. Cause you got one twiddling the drumstick in the background. Right. And then you got Neil and Mars who they probably never even got along too. So yeah. Oof. Track That's- eight. Yeah. Sticky sweet. Uh, Mark, we, we get, yeah. Ooh, we get backup vocals from Steven Tyler, but even oh. that can't save us from another effort of extreme, ordinary uh just extreme ordinary uh and and it's just a forgettable song and actually i don't even think we should look at tyler to save this song um mark what why wouldn't
1: you look to steven tyler to save this song they're stealing an <laughs> Aerosmith riff for the intro frank look what sucks about this song and this error in music is that oh it's an error Hit songs were usually a crapshoot of words right of of like What words work as a hook? And they clearly just kept beating on the same thing, hoping that there would be enough like pop appeal to make a hit with sticky sweet. Oh man. It's, it's alliteration. It kind of rhymes. No, it doesn't. It's (sighs) there seems to be a lot of this generic sound and sounding like other bands that were more popular at the time, which is weird because they were pretty fucking popular. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, and I can't
1: help, but feel like this is the label forcing Bob rock to try to mine gold from, <laughs> from goons. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. Like guys, I got you fucking Steven Tyler. You got to be able to pull something off with Steven fucking Tyler. <laughs> Here's another example of that not working as an album, but also here it is as a song.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along. Track nine, Mark. Uh, She goes down. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I know. Another lazy ass tune. I mean, at the point to Brian, are you
1: listening to this with your daughter? (laughs) You putting this on where your girls are in the
0: room? You piece of shit. (laughs) I love you. Don't put this on with your daughters around. I'll fight you. Go ahead. I I mean, at this point, were were they even trying to make things different and engaging? I mean, I know. Listen, I know that they were trying to get clean, but this is just rushed. Um, And it's it's a toss away throwaway song um mark i mean yeah it's trash this is just trash look i don't
1: i don't mind a good sexual innuendo right there's place for it there's fun but this is just laziness in the hopes that you'll be shocked uh or turned on or both and not like notice how lazy it is Mm. plus maybe girls on the road will know what they really want Mm. right Mm. fuck i hate vince's voice in this also he sounds like he's trying to not project his voice which sounds like a creepy uncle like trying to talk dirty to you or something it's (laughs) trash i ask this again brian do you let your do do your girls like the song is this is this one of the hits they're singing
0: track 10 mark don't Mm -hmm. go away mad just go away Okay, bye. <laughs> at this part, uh, at this point, I, 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 I'd like to go away. Sorry. Yes. Um, Six <sighs> said that he saw the line in a movie and mm. thought and thought it was a good idea. Wow, how profound, earnest, and wholehearted. Listen, uh, I'm not saying I despise this as much as without you, but I'm saying it's its evil twin or derived from that same secret writing session would poison. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, <sighs> Mark. I mean. Yeah, it's the most aggressively
1: boring hard rock number I've probably ever heard. Um, it's like the anti-hero shithead 80s pseudo hard rock ballad. And I hate it. <laughs> um, it's borrowing a lot more than it gives credit for. And I, I
0: just can't hate it enough. This thing sucks. Oof. Well, Mark. The good news is track 11 time for a change. Thank God. Uh, Damn right. uh, Time for a change. Uh, Like again, super stoked that the band is getting sober here and that's an important change, but how about the change to write better songs? I mean, this is, this is just a crap spot uh, that the bands from this era fell into and they could put out anything and just get popular uh, much like today's pop star. Hey, Uh, Hey, Mark, you, (laughs) you you want it. You want to change, right?
1: Uh, I can name a thousand records I'd rather listen to right now um, than this Frank cliche power ballad is cliche uh, and my brain and ears just fucking want to bleed. So yeah, is
0: that enough? That is, that is. And and okay. My blood brother. So uh, let's get your thoughts on this final record.
1: Yeah, people are going to be really surprised uh, <laughs> about my overall review for this album. Holy shit! Why do people love this band? Uh, look, I get that they've got some hits uh, that you're nostalgic over, and that whatever, you know, just honestly, whatever the fuck, because you can't grow up. But as far as uh, that album goes, look, ten out of the eight songs were total fucking trash, or stolen from another artist, and or poorly. Uh, tried to to make itself into a motley crew song instead of one of their songs and none of them fucking work okay they picked the title track based on what was clearly going to be the biggest hit right and they've done it before They're, they' they have shown no shame at this album sucks <laughs> um uh, we can say that the band was getting sober and that was the force behind the record but uh, look that's that's all bullshit it's motley crew they were all fucked up the whole time anyways it doesn't really matter and congratulations <laughs> nikki for getting sober i wish you had stayed it, just like i said about uh, jason isbell maybe the drugs were better for you <laughs> um this is a poorly written uh pile of shit with zero direction as an album each track feels like a, a single grab with some being less successful than others and most being just total shit as I have already said 45 fucking times. Uh, you want to make an 80s Harley Davidson mixtape. There's plenty of cliche crew songs for you to keep up with. But the fact of the matter is, is you'll never put on a crew album to listen to it all the way through. You'll shut it off after the singles because it's shit. Uh, one star, um, because I like the guitar tone <laughs> for she's so heavy, but wish they wouldn't have done any of the rest of this album. Yeah. Uh. Um, you know, yeah. yeah. Kid, look, honestly, the the hits on this song, Frank, yeah, are like like look. I've got these two fucking amazing fucking baseball size. Your mother made the meatballs, right? Like perfect <laughs> meatballs, right? And you're like, oh, awesome. What are we serving those meatballs on? It's a big pile of spaghetti, right? No, Frank. <laughs> it's a pile of sweaty, dirty, old, nasty socks. You got to eat those gorgeous, well produced Bob Rock probably did 99% of the writing and production. It probably played most of those parts, but the crew gets credit for it and fuck them and their dirty ass socks that they're eating it on. Right?
0: <laughs> love the sock analogy, my friend.
1: I, I just, look, I'm so angry that like I just I became a child and couldn't
0: think of how else. To insult <laughs> well, listen, I went into this not wanting to be too harsh. And then without you came on and I and I got mad. Uh, now, this is a recommendation recommendation from my buddy, Brian, and I could hear him telling me not to yuck someone's yum. And that's cool. So I'm not telling anybody not to like it or not to dig it. What I'm saying is that for me, this is one giant belch of toxicity. Right. Uh Neil's vocals, without a doubt, suck now, but they sucked then. Uh, the writing is lazy. And again, just because you're Motley Crue doesn't mean you you don't have to push your own envelope. Uh, a retort I could hear now uh, is that everything doesn't have to be Dylan or carry the same weight as like an album like Nebraska. Sure. And sure, that's correct. We, we did I Eliminator was- last week. Thank you, Mark, because, however, if uh, you could put a cool party record together and not skip on song quality. And if you don't believe me, like Mark said, you can listen to our episode on Eliminator last week from ZZ Top. That thing kicks ass Um, with this album. And none of the songs are about anything. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. But well-written, good quality, lots of heart. All that good stuff. Uh, What this album actually lacks is hard. It's glitz, glam, sparkles, and show. It's the epitome of the scene at the time. Shout Out to the Devil was a good record. And in my opinion, everything after that went downhill. Due to their antics, though, I think their audience just became addicted to them regardless of the song quality. Uh, The Crew is a prime example that you could be in a band and write albums of great Quality material and just not make it And how do I know this because the reverse Happens all too often in this case It's the crew I'm referring to Uh, I give This album a 3 out of 10 mark So generous Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> so l- let's do a top ten. We're gonna we're gonna play a little game here. I, just some housekeeping from last week. So we oh. had a uh, top ten from mm-hmm. our eighty three releases. I stated yep. built to sp- uh, built to speed from the Stray Cats. Uh, I was wrong. It was actually eighty two, and I meant to mention the eighty three release, Frant and Rave with the Stray Cats. So people forgive me out there. I'm sure you can. So let's do our top ten. We're gonna do something different um, mm-hmm. now. Mark this is not on the script, so right now, what I say, oh. of course, you are gonna have no idea, right? Oh. And I'm going to give my quick thoughts too. But the game we're going to play is Motley uh-huh. Crue okay. or, uh-huh. and I will mention a band from that era, and oh, you will okay. say if you rather listen to that band or the crew. And oh you, fuck! I know. Are you ready? No. All right, let's go. Are you ready? Let's do it, Frankenstein.er <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. So kicking off, Mark, would you listen to? Would you rather listen to Motley Crue or Poison? because we just spoke about them. Oh fuck. You got to pick one. Um
1: I mean, I don't I'm going to go I'm going to go Poison. At least at least the ballads were believable. Right.
0: Bill Brett Michaels is more believable. Uh, he's more than, belie-
1: he's a he's a better singer.
0: He like, is a better singer. He has, he has a legit voice. CC <sighs> C. DeVille can Yeah, CC is a good guitar player. Destroy on guitar. Yeah. And Ricky Rocket's not a bad drummer either. no not at all and
1: and bass player is totally bass player (laughs) forgettable but i mean so would stevie nicks or stevie nicks uh mickey six (laughs) right if he weren't the i mean oh fuck i just did that uh if he weren't the the songwriter we'd be like who the fuck was that anyway um so poison i I, I guess
0: poison okay so poison for me too okay all right mark next is motley Crue or Uh skid row Ooh, I'll go
1: Skid Row. Have I told you my Skid Row story?
0: No, but I would love to hear it.
1: Okay. So um, my mother went to college um, and was roommates with a woman that would become her best friend. Okay. Uh, Her best friend would go on to marry uh, like a first cousin Mm. of one of the members of Skid Row. Really? So when, when they had... I think when, when my mother's old college roommate had her baby, they had like a big party. Right. And like, it was like, like I was probably six or seven and it was like an infant. So there's a picture of like skid row holding up this baby and like little like six year old me going like, Oh, what is that? No way. Yeah. That's uh, cool. Or, I mean, it, there was, I don't know what happened to it. Like I, I remember being shown that picture when I was like 12 or 13 and we went back to visit. So cool. Um, But, but, yeah so i mean so skid row I, skid row so i mean but like and and um i'm trying to remember skid row songs off the top of my head so, I know so that- here
0: we go sebastian bach had a legit uh-huh. voice in his yeah. time right Yeah, had he 18 in life you had youth gone wild uh-huh. right mm-hmm. uh monkey business slave to the grind and their ballad i remember you i mean if you look at those right. singles i'd rather listen to skid row yeah i think
1: uh yeah yeah, I mean, man,
0: they're both pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready for the next one? I'm ready as I'm gonna be. All right, Motley Crue or, or... the band we did an episode on, Great White.
1: Ugh. Um. I mean, i'm gonna stick with the crew on this one yeah i'm um, just crew. i'm just putting on shout at the devil and pretending i can't hear anything else
0: <laughs> the great white was pretty bad so i'm gonna go yeah. with Molly crew okay next is Molly crew or white snake oof i get a tonic contain video out of white snake right you do you do yeah done Don, Don, okay. Okay. There you yeah. go. And wasn't David Coverdale in Deep Purple too? So he gets some. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Wasn't he? Yeah. I yeah. think so. He get, he has a voice and a half. I mean, I gotta tell
1: you, I um, I know that first Deep Purple album, Machine Head.
0: I don't now, know any of their other work. May need to do a deep dive, my friend. May need to. I don't may know. Maybe it'll happen. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Motley Crue or Aerosmith? Because we talked about Steven Tyler. I uh, I
1: actually was a pretty big Aerosmith uh, head as a youth. Same here. Uh, as, as a youth. Yeah. um so i I'm would definitely Aerosmith. yeah i loved pump i loved eat the rich which i recently went back to and I'm like that album is not good
0: um <laughs> permanent vacation permanent
1: vacation rocks toys in the attic like the stuff from Andorra's the 70s Box. was cool yeah. yeah it was a different stuff um there's a had different good time stuff. for them yeah you know they really changed as the 80s and 90s came on and really like they went for being popular as over writing cool songs
0: which i mean yeah whatever yeah totally All right, Mark. Motley Crue or White Lion? Ooh, you know I'm not familiar enough with White Lion. Give me some hits. When the children cry, uh, Little Fighter. uh, They did cover Radar Love. Uh, Wait.
1: I mean, just for the Radar Love, I'd probably take that because I do love Gold Earrings. uh, Radar Love, because that's the original artist, right? Um, but I'm probably gonna go crew on this one just because at least, at least again, I know that. Like,
0: yeah, me too.
1: Shout of the Devil's safe.
0: Yeah, it's it's a safe record. You know, you put it on, you're getting what you're getting. Yep.
1: Yeah, and it's still not that great of a record, by the way. <laughs> Frank and I are praising it, but look, the best well, thing in the, the context of, of, of right,
0: crew, it's a good record. The, the
1: the top piece of shit on a pile of shit is still a piece of shit. <laughs> I just want to be clear about
0: that. But go Ooh, on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So last four here, and, and these get a little tough. So, okay. uh, Motley Crue or Kiss. Ooh, I definitely take Kiss. At least Kiss,
1: you get you get the stage show.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. Totally. I
1: suppose you get a stage show at Crew, but at least
0: you get like I think you get I don't know, stuff K- like Black Diamonds, a good song. Replacements covered it really well, by the way. Um you know, lick it up. I, I still think there's some there's some tolerable tunes in that KISS catalog, you know? again. For me, I
1: just think it's a... I I'm not particularly over-familiar with any one Kiss record, right? I know a bunch of hits. Right. I know a bunch of songs. I'm aware of the albums, but yeah. Again, not a band made for albums. Right. Right. So, yeah. W- what I would really compare those two on, right, is going to be that live show. And I just think Kiss is going to do a better live show. Yeah, I mean, like, they first are. of all, they're already in makeup. I mean, I realize that Crew's already in makeup too, but at least they're <laughs> like their makeup's just not them dressed as women trying to sleep
0: with women. Yes. Yes. Good point. Good point. Good, I don't Good point. Know go on all right motley crew or guns N' roses Ooh, um
1: i think i gotta go guns
0: and roses yeah same here that, uh, that's at least
1: appetite stope um it is. and then between usual illusion one and two there's a good record there
0: so and you're getting in both of those records use Your illusion one or two you're getting just way better quality i think written yeah. songs than motley crew uh and Gun- just on a guitar
1: hero note slash not that look I think Frank and I will agree the strongest part of Motley Crue is like Mars. Uh, yeah, MC Mars or whatever that guy's name is. Um, the, the Mars Corporation that makes Mars Mars. Oh, um hi. but but I think when you compare him right uh to other guitarists, how does he add up? I mean, like we, we just mentioned Slash, you know, I, I think Slash is better. Yeah, I, I think Slash is, is going to is way better. I, I was waiting for you to go. Yes. Yeah. Slash is I mean, but yeah. like that would be my argument is like, hey, look, I mean, if the best thing they have is this guitar player, let's compare him to their guitar player and Slash wins every time.
0: Yeah. Good point. So, Good, point. Good point. Good point. All right. Last two, Mark. Mm-hmm. So Motley Crue or Def Leppard? Ooh, um, you know
1: what? Just for you, buddy, I'm picking Thank Def you. Leopard.
0: I'm going Def um,
1: Leppard. Yeah. i you know what? At least at least they fucking tried. Okay, that dude lost his arm and they still fucking tried. Like
0: I'll, I'll give them much more credit every Listen, day of the week. They were really my favorite in that era. I mm-hmm. still think On Through the Light, On Through the Night, excuse me, uh High and Dry, uh Pyromania. And parts of hysteria are really solid albums i can't say they really did anything good after that but as a kid i really enjoyed the musicality of it when those songs come on i still like them so yeah totally yep. all right last one mark here you go motley crew <laughs> sorry just give me one second <laughs> motley Crue or bon jovi
1: <laughs> oh man um yeah, no, I see why you saved that for last. Okay, <laughs> look, so obviously, right? Um, fuck, but you gotta pick one. You gotta pick John. One. John's definitely a better singer, right? Yes, the Jove's definitely a better singer. Um, <laughs> arguably, he and Vince Neil are just as bad at writing songs. Um, you know, I, I, in all honesty, I'll, I'll give it to the Jove. Me too, because I think all, Sam
0: Bohr is a good guitar player. Also, so it's. I like- think Sam Bohr
1: is a good guitar. Like the band is. I, I think uh negligible at this point right like right i think you know because jovi usually ran two guitars if i'm remembering correctly whereas we're just talking about um the mars bar company yeah yep. um <laughs> or the fuck that dracula's name is um <laughs> right and then the drummers who, who the fuck cares right yeah yep. tommy lee whatever but who the fuck cares again i wouldn't even know fucking stevie nicks if you weren't the songwriter uh, Nikki's six fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm just doing things. that to insult. Six, yeah. I'm just doing that to insult him because fuck him. Uh, I mean, not like, hey, look. I, I don't mean fuck him, but like honestly, like these songs are sh- like terrible. I'd rather listen to Bon Jovi, yes, me um, too, greatest hits than I would Montley Crew greatest hits. Yeah, you know, and like at least when when Jovi was being, you know, kind of tongue in cheek, having a wink and a flirt. Right. He didn't need to tell girls like, hey, you got to suck my dick. Right, <laughs> Like, at least he was cool enough to be able to like to imply yeah. without having to say it. And like, you know, and, and I get it. Right. 80s hair metal was about excess. It was about being direct. It was being about being outrageous and forward. But but tact. Yeah. is still like. Yeah. Part of the human condition. I don't know, like like have any kind of like. Attempt at something,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well, <sighs> that was our last one, Mark. So, Ooh. wow, wowie, zowie. Um, uh huh. That's that, that was it. So, why don't you tell the good kids at home what we have planned next week, my friend?
1: Well, Frank, I stopped writing the sentence, uh, um, like halfway through because you chimed in and I didn't want you to see what I was going to write. But, uh, next week, um, Frank is going to join me on a, a trip I've been taking,
0: yes. Um,
1: we're going to do some LSD together. No, no, mm. uh, we are not going to do LSD together. Um, <laughs> Frank's wife said no, so we've skipped that. Um, what we're going to do is um, we're going to listen to a band called Shannon and the Clams. Ooh. And they just released an album, but I gave it a lot of thought and I want to go back one. We're going to do 2018's Onion. Wow, okay. Okay, should be a fun time, not too long for you. I like there, it. there is a cover of without you <laughs> no there's not there's not a cover of without you don't, um
0: don't mess that with me
1: no no no. This, this will be fun this is uh an experimental um lo-fi punk band r&b group that's kind of out there that's doing a lot of fun different things i i hope that you'll dig it yeah for listeners at home who aren't Overly pissed off at me for how much I've said Motley Crue sucks dick in this episode. Um, it's okay if Motley Crue wants to suck dick. That's their choice. But I think they need to be open and honest about it and not try to pretend that they don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. There, that's that's it. And I'm liking, <laughs> I'm liking what I'm seeing thus far. Uh, you know, uh, their genre is classified as garage punk doo-wop. Uh, rock even rockabilly um i i took care of you on
1: this one buddy yeah
0: dude you I, you I had
1: to do something after listening to fucking motley Crue for a week i was like i need something fucking weird and different yeah. i need to fucking hard reset my brain so that anything else can come in <laughs>
0: yeah love it love it i can't wait I, I just love digging in into new stuff that i may not know and yeah. and seeing how i feel about it um that's cool and uh yeah dude i i can't wait i can't wait to Next. talk about it Well, listen, thank you, everyone who uh, listened, uh, who stayed through with us on this one. (laughs) Might have been tough for some, but, you know, it's all lighthearted people. And listen, uh, no one's going to ever agree. And that's OK in life. OK, so like, rate, review, subscribe, suggest. And more importantly, everyone, stay safe out there.
1: You know, it's been so much fun listening to us. I just wanted to say thank you to Brian. Thank you, Brian. Yes for being foolish enough to give us one of these albums to listen to. Yes. Um, You asked for it, buddy. Uh, Please (laughs) keep your requests coming. Uh, We swear to God, we don't hate everything we listen to. Um, But uh, why don't you say it with me now? Let's do it. Oh my, my. Oh, hell yes. Oh, bye bye Recording has ended or ceased or
0: stopped or some shit. You're not allowed to record anymore.